Happy New Year and welcome back to The Edge. This year's theme is change. Yes, change has happened all around you, but have you changed? There is literally only one thing in this entire universe that you can control, and that is yourself. And if the last few years have taught us anything, it is that under the sun, it is extremely important for you to change with the times. Change is so necessary. And I pray that we are doing that this year. Welcome to The Edge, folks. Let's get sharp. Happy New Year and welcome back to the Razor's Edge podcast. I'm your host, Master Certified Life Coach, Minister and Motivational Speaker, Mike Savage. I am so excited for 2022. I'm fired up. I'm looking forward to the great things that are going to happen this year. But first, I want to start off with a huge thank you to everybody who's been rocking with me so so far. Since this podcast started in 2018, my show has been downloaded 13,000 times. People are listening. People are being impacted by this message. And I am so, so grateful. I want to thank you for being a part of my dream. Razor's Edge podcast is the vision that God gave me to help set people free from the strongholds that weigh them down. This show was birthed during a dark time in my life that almost killed me. I was lost. I believed that I had no purpose until God showed me who I was and how I could help myself and many, many others in the process. He gave me principles that I started to live my life by. I got to let you know, guys, that this podcast started with a group of young people in my living room and then it developed into what it is today but these are the principles that God gave me that I started living my life by that I started adjusting to 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 change me and now I'm using them to help change others number one God has a plan it's the first principle Jeremiah 29 11 for I know the plans that I have for you saith the Lord there are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. Sometimes it is hard to believe, but God loves you and he has a plan for your life. Once you embrace that truth, then you are well on your way to freedom, freedom from depression, freedom from, freedom from suicide, freedom from anxiety, freedom from, from making difficult decisions in your life. Once you understand that God has a plan. The second principle that I started living my life by is this. God wants you to prosper. 3 John 2, I pray that in all respects you prosper and be in good health just as your soul prospers. The deeper truth here is this. In order to truly prosper in all respects, you must first prosper in your soul. And your soul, we all know, consists of our mind, our will, and our emotions. Once you prosper inside, you can properly prosper outside. So, Our goal is to prosper inside first. And then here at Razor's Edge, we focus on prospering in in four other areas. Number one is your health. Obviously, you only get one body. You got to live your whole life in it. You got to figure out how to be healthy. Number two is relationships. And I'm not just talking about romantic. Everybody always wants to be in love, but there's so many more relationships besides just that romantic relationship. We want you to prosper 
financially okay we know that money makes the world go round. we got to figure out how to use it properly and then finally i want you to prosper in your purpose okay so that was the second principle the third principle that god gave me to live my life by to to enhance me to grow me to mature me and also to help others is accountability accountability is key guys romans twenty-seven seventeen says this that as iron sharpens iron so does one friend sharpen another. This is the foundation of the show. It's also the origin of the show's name. I want to sharpen my friends to a razor's edge so that they can be the most effective people that God has them to be. I need them to be effective. I need you guys to be as sharp as possible. We sharpen our listeners by teaching, training, motivating, mentoring, equipping, and empowering them to truly embrace their identity in Christ so that they can pursue the purpose that he has laid out for them. Okay. So like I said earlier in that second point, God wants us to prosper in the areas that we are prosperous in. Um, first, they start inside with your soul. So your soul, which is defined as your mind, your will, and your emotions. I truly believe this is what the Bible is referring to as your heart, as your subconscious mind. God informs us of his desire for us to prosper and be in good health, even as our soul prospers. The Bible says things like everything that we do flows from your heart or your subconscious mind. So we have to make sure that we are in good health mentally. We have to make sure that we're in good health uh, emotionally. We have to make sure that we are in good health in our will. That means we want or we desire the right things. Okay. Second area. Of prosperity that we need to focus on, especially this year in 2022. We need to do things differently. Things have to change. Is your physical health. You only get one body, people. I don't know why we think we can just get a brand new one. Like we can uh, change out for, for what well, might be. Listen, <laughs> that might be happening in the future, maybe sooner than we think. But for now, we still only get one one body, one opportunity to live this life. But you only get one body. And you have to do everything with that one body. It is God's desire for us to be in good health physically, even as our soul is good in inwardly. So God wants us to be in physical health, just like we are in spiritual health or inward health. OK, so we must learn how to take care of our bodies. We got to drink water, eat vegetables, exercise a little bit. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a health and, and, and wellness professional, but I know that we we can do some things to improve our physical health. Let's do something different this year. I've been in church my whole entire life. And one thing that I've seen, one thing that I've literally done myself, so I'm not absent of guilt, is that we live this lifestyle that makes us sick. We live this lifestyle that leaves us in a situation where we're unhealthy. And then we turn around and pray God to heal us. Now, I believe healing is in the word. I believe that God really wants us, wants to heal us. So I, I'm not saying that he can't. But how can we literally live a lifestyle that is contrary to our health, but then beg God to heal us? The Bible says that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost, which dwells within us, and we are not our own. If you think about it like this, if someone consistently messed up your house and then called you every time they wanted it cleaned, how long would you let them live there? It's foolishness to live like that. But in church, we focus so heavily on spiritual issues and we focus very little on physical health, which is why a lot of us are overweight. A lot of us are sick and it's really a mess that we're supposed to be ministering to everybody else. But look at us. We look a mess, you know, and um, that's something that I'm working on myself this year. So please don't think I'm condemning you. 
Okay. The next thing, the next uh, area that we need to improve in is our relationships. Please, guys, understand it is part of the human experience to have relationships with other humans. We got to have we got to figure out how to do that successfully. It doesn't matter your personality type. It doesn't matter if you'd rather be left alone. Eventually, you are going to have to associate with another human being. That's just the way it is. Okay, even introverts like to be around other introverts. So we have to figure out how to associate and deal with people. Okay, no matter what your foundation in life is, no matter what your personality type is, you got to figure out how to do it. Okay, and stop thinking it's all about getting booed up. All right. Because it's not. There are other relationships that are very important to a stable life. Think about it. Your mentor mentee relationship. If you're trying to accomplish something in business, you're going to need a mentor. If you're trying to accomplish something in in ministry, you're going to need a mentor and you're going to have to be that mentee. And you might be a mentor to somebody else that you're mentoring. Okay, Um, accountability partners. Okay, that's a different type of relationship. That's not necessarily uh, romantic. Okay, your sibling, parental, your familial relationships. Okay, those are important. That is the core to a lot of the issues that we have as people is mama and daddy issues, sibling and and brother and sister uh, issues that we need to deal with. So we need to be able to be successful in those relationships, working relationships. Nobody thinks about that. Okay, you got these co-workers that you're spending hours and hours with me who came up in the food and beverage industry industry. I've been there for 25 years now. Sometimes you see those people at work more than you see your actual family. So you're going to have to figure out how to deal with them. You're going to have to figure out how to relate to them. You're going to have to figure out how to get through those shifts together. So that working relationship, all of these things are part of life outside of the romantic area. And these are all relationships that we need to be successful in in order to win, especially this year. Okay. The last area or the next area, not the last, but the next area that I, we need to be successful in this year is, of course, that financial arena. This part is huge to me, especially right now. I'm getting older. I'm almost 40 now. So money is really taking up a lot of my time and attention. And I don't like that. Okay, we all understand that money makes the world go round. It's a huge part of life, but it is not our God. We're not supposed to be worshiping it. We're not. The Bible teaches us that we can't serve God and money. Okay, think of it like this. This time, time is the most valuable thing that we have. Okay, they're not making any more of it. Once it's gone, it's gone. And there is no guarantee that you're getting any of it tomorrow. Okay. So how and where you spend your time shows what's really important to you. It's just a fact. Okay. You can disagree on me, disagree with me on that. But the fact is where you spend your time, knowing that there's a finite amount of it is going to show what you really value and what you really believe is important. So I need you to think about it like this. How much time do you spend with your family versus your job? Now, I just told on myself a little bit because I've been in the food and beverage industry for a long time and you can knock out 60 hours a week and not even think about it. It just happens. That's the nature of the business. You go to work on holidays. You go to work on weekends. You go to work at night. You go to work when everybody else is getting off of work. So working all of those hours, it's it's almost second nature. You don't even think about it. But if you really consider how much time you really spend at work versus the time that you spend with your family, with your spouse, with your children, with your grandparents, with your loved ones, what what does that look like? 
how much time do you spend serving God versus chasing the bag? We say we love God. We say we want to do as well, but we just have to wait until after work or better yet. And this is what happens with a lot of people is I'm going to wait until I retire. So I'm literally going to chase the bag for my whole life, 30, 40, sometimes 50 years. And then I'm going to retire. And in my old age, now I'm going to serve God. Now I'm going to do those things that God has called me to do. And that is just it's just a, a messed up perspective. But that's the nature of 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 the beast. That's how it is. That's the way that we've been living for years. Okay. And it's time to rethink those things. We're not going to be insane in 2022. We're not going to do the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result this year. We are going to do something different. Now, listen to me, hear me with your heart. Cause I'm not saying quit your job. Okay. What I am saying is this, we have to learn how to serve God with all of our heart, our soul, and our strength. And we need to learn how to dominate money to the point where it serves us and it chases us rather than us serving and chasing after it. That's the point that I'm trying to make. We cannot allow money to shift our focus this year. We cannot allow money to take all of our attention and all of our time this year. We got to figure out a way out of this rat race. We got to figure out a way to beat this thing so that we are dominating the money and the money is not dominating us. Period. This right here, this next point, this next area of prosperity, purpose. That's a fickle word. It's an interesting word. Purpose. Okay. In my, in my opinion, this is the most important. Your purpose is not for you. It's for others. Nobody really thinks of it like that because when we think of purpose, we think of us doing something. We think of us getting paid off of something. We think of our happiness. It's always us focused when it comes to purpose. But at the end of the day, this is the hard truth that I need all people to understand. When you don't fully live up to your purpose, it affects the lives of other people. Somebody is hurting. Somebody is in need. Somebody has a problem and they need you to solve it. You, my friend, are the solution to their problem. You, my friend, are the answer to the things that they need. Somebody cried out to God in heaven and your birth was his answer to their prayer. Knowing your purpose is going to help you understand what success really is. Success is not a dollar amount. Success, success is not a house. Success, uh, success is not a car. Success is not speaking properly, apparently. <laughs> success is how much of your purpose did you accomplish? Point blank period. That's all it is. Okay. If your purpose was to paint a house, think of it like this. And you go in the house and you fix the plumbing. And you go in the house and you cook dinner. And you go in the house and you fix all the electrical work. But you didn't understand that your purpose was just to paint the house. Yes, all of those things were good. Yes, all of those things were wonderful. But did you complete your purpose? That's a head scratcher right there. <laughs> okay, well, the answer is no. I guess it's not that much of a head scratcher. But anyway, so if you don't even know what your purpose is, then you're really just wasting your time altogether. So hopefully the impact of this show helps you to understand your purpose in life so that you can start knocking that thing out so that you can start accomplishing it. All right. So that's what we need to do. Number one, we have to 
we must find our purpose. Number two, we have to understand our purpose. And number three, we got to execute on that thing. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not an expert in all of these areas. I mean, I know a little bit about a little bit, but I have by no means mastered everything. This is where relationships are important, people. Okay. There's a saying that goes like this. Know what you know. Know what you don't know. And know who knows what you don't know. So this year, I want to introduce you to the people who know what I don't know. There are so many experts. There are so many people who know just massive amounts of information. People who have actually taken this information, applied it to their lives and have been successful with it. People that understand things about purpose, people that understand things about money, health and fitness and relationships. These are the people that I want to introduce you to this year. People that have inspired me, that have motivated me, that have gotten me excited about life. People that have held me accountable and pushed me forward into my purpose. So 2022 is going to be a year of growth. 2022 is going to be a year of applying knowledge. It's going to be a year of faith in action. It will be a year of God's promises coming to pass. Guys, I need you to tune in this year because this year you and me, we're going to be getting sharp together. I love you. Stay tuned for the final thought. What is up, good people? This is Mike Savage, and I wanted to come on and personally thank you for listening to my podcast. Do me a favor. If you enjoyed it, give it five stars. If you know somebody who needs to hear this message, share it with them. If you want to keep up with my content, follow me on Instagram at Razor's Edge underscore podcast and on Facebook at Savage Lifestyle Solutions. If you want to reach me or book me to speak, reach out to me by my email address, michaelsavagespeaks at gmail.com. I love you and I look forward to hearing from you. All right, good people, let's wrap this one up. Listen, final thought. It is okay to ask questions. It is okay to not understand. It is okay to fall. It is not okay to stay down. Listen, friends, if you are ignorant for a moment, it's fine. But it's not okay to stay ignorant. You have to seek the answers that you're looking for. You have to run after that knowledge. You have to run after that understanding and all you're getting, get wisdom. If it costs you everything, get understanding. It's more than just about gaining the knowledge, though. We have to take that knowledge that we learn and we have to apply it to our lives so that it becomes wisdom that we can eventually teach to others. I love you. And in 2022, guys, I need you to remember that you are not a mistake. You were birthed as a solution. I love you and I'll see you on the next episode.